Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Well, gang, time to play catch-up. We have got four games to recap for you today on Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners Podcast or any of the other programs here on the Locked On Podcast Network or T-L-O-P-N or Tloppin. Follow the show on Twitter at L-O underscore Mariners and follow me on Twitter as well at D-C underscore Lundberg. That is L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G for those scoring at home. Well, after dropping the opener in Houston by a score of 8-2, to two, the Mariners promptly dropped the next one as well. And there's a recurring theme in these games that the Mariners have lost. Let's go back to Saturday, July 25th. Second game in Houston. Taiwan Walker made his return to the M's against the Astros. Lance McCullers, the breaking ball specialist, coming off Tommy John surgery. Astros do, uh, drew first blood in the bottom of the first inning on an RBI single from Michael Brantley. Things were fairly quiet on both sides until the bottom of the fourth. Brantley flew out to begin the inning. He was followed by Yuri Gurriel, who hit a home run. Carlos Correa was then hit by a pitch. Josh Reddick singled. Kyle Tucker si- singled to score Correa. Walker's day was done, and he was pulled in favor of Brandon Brennan. First man he faced was Martin Maldonado, who hit a single of his own to score Reddick and Tucker. George Springer then grouted it into an inning-ending double play, but the damage had been done. Four runs scored in the inning to give the Strohs a 5-0 lead. Leading off the top of the fifth, however, J.P. Crawford hit a sharp triple. He'd score on an RBI ground out by the next hitter, Malik Smith. Shedlong Jr. and Evan White would then both strike out. The M's were on the board, however. The Astros would answer right back, though. Jose Altuve led off with a walk, then Gurriel walked following a pop-out and a fly-out. Carlos Correa drove in Altuve on a single to extend the lead to 6-1. to one. After Kyle Seager fanned to lead off the sixth, Kyle Lewis stepped up to the plate. He hit a line drive home run to straightaway right field for his second home run of the season. Folks, I've said it before, but it bears repeating. This kid is for real. And he is now firmly ensconced as the team's center fielder. He made a really good play last night against the Angels in a diving play with a catch probability of just 15%. That home run I just spoke of, however, would be the only run they'd score in the sixth inning on Saturday and the last that they would score all day. The Astros would answer right back once again in the bottom of the sixth on a George Springer solo home run, and the scoring was done for the day. A 7-2 victory by the Astros at the expense of the M's, a four-run fourth inning pretty much being the Mariners' undoing. Crawford went 3-for-4, Seager went 2-for-4. Walker wound up only going three in the third innings, giving up five runs, all of them earned, seven hits, a home run, but only one walk. He did strike out a batter as well. Brennan went one and a third and gave up an earned run and uh, two hits and two walks. Nestor Cortez also pitched an inning and a third, gave up an earned run on one hit, a solo home run, and struck out one batter. Brian Shaw made his Mariner debut and pitched a perfect inning. Taylor Williams also made his Mariner debut and also pitched a perfect inning, including one strikeout. The next day, Sunday, the M's would finally get off the schneid. They'd get started in the very first inning, as a matter of fact. With two outs and the bases empty, Kyle Lewis, get used to hearing that name this season, gang, singles. Kyle Lewis hit a two-out single. 
He was followed by Kyle Seeger, who doubled to drive in Lewis. Kyle driving in Kyle. Maybe we'll call this the Kyle connection. Or not. Anyways, with a run in and Seeger on second base, Evan White hit a single of his own to drive in Seeger, collecting his first Major League RBI. Jose Marmalejos flew out to end the first inning, but two in the first against Zach Grinke, nothing to sneeze at. Astros would counter with one run in the bottom of the first. Kyle Tucker led off with a double. Then following two strikeouts, Michael Brantley hit a ground rule double to score Tucker. All the Kyles doing their thing in this third game of the season. Yusei Kikuchi did wind up striking out the side in the first, however. Things would again be pretty quiet until the fourth inning. In the top of the fourth, Tim Lopes hit a one-out double. The Astros then decided to change pitchers and brought in former Blue Jay Joe Biagini. Malik Smith promptly hit a double to drive in Lopes. Joe Hudson, who was making his Major League debut, struck out. Shedlong Jr. then hit the third double of the inning to score the fleet-footed Smith. Then the Astros did it to the M's again. Jose Altuve led off the bottom of the fourth with a walk. Michael Brantley singled. Then Alex Bregman walked to quickly load the bases. Yuli Gurriel then hit a single to left field to score Altuve, bringing the score to 4-2, Mariners' advantage. Next two hitters would strike out, but Josh Reddick then drew a bases-loaded four-pitch walk to score Brantley and cut the M's lead down to one. Hot-hitting Martin Maldonado then stepped up to the dish and hit a two-run single, scoring Bregman and Gurriel to give the Astros the lead. Kikichi was finished, and in from the bullpen came Zach Groats. He hit George Springer with the pitch, but then induced a pop-out from Altuve, who led off the inning. It would be nothing doing until the top of the eighth when the Mariners would finally put together a pretty decent inning of their own, and they do so against Chris Devensky, who is one of the Astros' more reliable back-end bullpen pieces. Tim Lopes led off the inning with a single. Malik Smith would strike out, and Austin Nola would pinch hit for Joe Hudson. Lopes would steal second base during Nola's plate appearance, which wound up being a walk. With Lopes and Nola aboard on second and first respectively, Shedlong would drive in Lopes on a ground ball single to right field, which also moved Nola along to third. Crawford fouled out. Long stole second base during Crawford's at bat. And then that man, Kyle Lewis, singled in both Nola and Long to untie the game and give the Mariners a 7-5 lead. Kyle Seeger would then ground out, but the M's came away with three runs against the usually strong Davinsky. And unlike other innings in which the Mariners scored during the the series, the M's shut the Astros down the next inning with Anthony Masevich tossing a 7-pitch 1-2-3 inning. Ems would not score in the ninth. Taylor Williams came in to pitch the bottom of the ninth against the top of Houston's lineup. Kyle Tucker would lead off with a double. George Springer and Jose Altuve would both strike out, but Michael Brantley would hit yet another ground rule double to score Tucker and bring the Astros to within one run once again. Next batter, Alex Bregman, would strike out, though, giving the Mariners their first win of the season and also giving Williams his first Major League save. Lopes went three for four, and Jose Marmolejos would collect his first Major League hit, going one for five. We will pause for the Mariners' trivia question before wrapping up this series and taking a brief look at the first game in Anaheim. Kyle Lewis was drafted by the Mariners in the first round in 2016. He was the 11th overall pick. 
Who was the number one overall pick that year? Answer following a word from Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is nigh impossible these days to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure pointless or intimidating questioning and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his computer, all the while choosing the only brand that his warehouse happens to carry? You've got computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why spend up to 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or dealership? Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices, on the other hand, gang, they're the same for everybody, and they're reliably low to boot. Rockauto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Whether it's for your daily driver or for your classic, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Why spend up to twice as much money for the same parts? There's no reason to do that. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Answer to the Mariners trivia question. Kyle Lewis was drafted number 11 overall by the Mariners in 2016. The first overall pick that year was Mickey Moniak. No, I don't remember that either, gang. The Phillies selected high school outfielder Mickey Moniak number one overall. Last year, he hit 252 in double-A ball. More Locked On Mariners following a word from CBDMD. It does not matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, a daycare teacher like me, or if you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD, or Subumdum, have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient, easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6, to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Now time for the second half of Locked On Mariners. Once again, your host, D.C. Lundberg. Thanks, Joey. Second half of Locked On Mariners about to begin talking about well, we got four games to cover since I got so far behind. I apologize for that, ladies and gentlemen. We spoke about Saturday's game. We spoke about Sunday's game. We're going to go into Monday's game right now. The Mariners closed out the four-game series in Houston on Monday. Kendall Graveman got the start for the M's, and he was opposed by Josh James. Neither pitcher would last very long, James going three innings and Graveman only four. Scoring would get underway in the top of the third. 
Josh James loaded the bases with walks to the first three hitters, Shed Long, J.P. Crawford, and Kyle Lewis. Kyle Seager then hit into a double play erasing Lewis, but Long scored on the play. Next batter was Evan White. With Crawford on third, White took a low outside changeup and drilled it to straightaway left field, way above the big giant garage doors and near the train atop the stadium. Very impressive first Major League home run, which also gave the Mariners a 3-0 lead. Unfortunately, the Astros would answer right back in the bottom of the inning, as they had done in almost every other time the Mariners scored throughout this series. Kyle Tucker led off, and he reached on a fielding error. After he stole second base, Dustin Garneau walked. George Springer then fanned, but Jose Altuve doubled the left field to score Tucker and send Darno to third. With those runners at the corners, Alex Bregman homered to give the Astros a 4-3 lead. Houston would add one more in the fourth, a Dustin Garneau RBI triple to score Kyle Tucker, then three more in the fifth, a Jose Altuve solo home run, a Michael Brantley RBI double, and a Josh Reddick RBI double. Score at this point was 8-3 Astros. The Mariners would score two in the top of the seventh with Kyle Seager and Evan White driving in the two runs on a ground out and a single, respectively. But that would be all she wrote, as the Astros would win 8-5 to five and take the series 3-1. to one. Evan White did go 2-for-5, but he also struck out three times. Kyle Lewis went 2-for-4, but also struck out twice. The M's would strike out 13 times in this game. One recurring theme during this series that almost reared its ugly head in the first game in Anaheim is that the Mariners look like they're going to be prone to giving up the big inning. That's pretty concerning. Prior to yesterday's game in Anaheim, the M's took Taylor Gilbo off the active roster and sent him to the team's alternate training facility in Tacoma. To take his place, they activated catcher Joe Odom from the taxi squad. And it's a good thing they did, because about an hour and a half prior to game time, Austin Nola had to be scratched from the starting lineup. Odom was immediately installed into the starting lineup, and he made his Major League debut at the age of 28. Ladies and gentlemen, honestly, I'm glad this show is running a little long, because yesterday's game was simply an utter disaster, and I'd rather not talk about it. It was a 10-2 defeat in Angel Stadium, and the Mariners could only muster seven hits, and they committed two errors. Daniel Vogelbach pinch hit in the uh, top of the ninth inning and struck out. He has now begun the season 0 for 8, ladies and gentlemen. That's also a little concerning. What was also concerning was the third inning in, in which Justice Sheffield threw 39 pitches. First inning was fine. Second inning was fine. Third inning was not. He did not look that sharp. He got hit a little hard. And he ended with the bases loaded, so it actually could have been much worse than it actually was. He gave up two runs in that third inning. It could have been a lot worse. That is enough of that. Let Next time on Locked on Mariners, I will be joined by guest panelists Oliver Douglas, Sprocket, and a grilled cheese sandwich. We'll recap tonight's Mariners game in Anaheim, hopefully not as disastrous as last night's. That's a great panel, ladies and gentlemen, so be sure to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, so you never miss an episode of Locked On Mariners. Also remember to follow this program on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners and follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. Also check out Monday's episode of Locked On Angels where I appeared as a contestant on Taylor Blake Ward's Locked On Angels Jeopardy. I always have fun participating in these trivia episodes whether it be hosting Diamond Quiz on this show 
or if it's as a contestant on other people's shows. They are always a blast, and I hope you enjoy them also. Again, we'll be back tomorrow morning, and until then, I hope you have a great day. This is Joey Martin speaking for Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 